Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We are live. Welcome to the Jersey Boys Sports Talk, produced by the Sportscast. I'm your host, Victor Orocho, along with Byron Jones. Welcome to the show. Please remember to subscribe to uh, on all your channels for the Sportscast. We have a playlist for the Jersey Boys Sports Talk. There's other shows we have every day during the week. Um, there's a different show, different sports topic. Please subscribe. Um, smash the, the YouTube channel. If you like our show, please share it. Um, we, in our show on YouTube, you'll be able to have mock drafts that Byron has, has put together. We also have depth charts on the Giants. We talk all about NFC East and all around the NFL, depending on the topic that's, that is like most uh, enlightening that's coming up for the day. Again, we also have um, the Jersey Boys Sports Talk a podcast so go to, to your apple on apple hit the purple button podcast look for jersey boy sports talk wop you see that you see that sign of that show subscribe leave us a review it'll help us out tremendously mr byron jones you said it's hot hot man 91 degrees hot man that's i had to turn the air conditioner on in the house man it's that hot it's not 90 here it's uh it's it's nice it's hot getting hot it's gonna be in the 80s but uh, we've had torrential rainstorms. So during the day yesterday, I'm like um, getting like amber alerts. It, well, it sounded like amber alerts, but they were actually tornado warnings, flood warnings. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is no joke. Byron, 20 inches of rain? Think about it, Byron. That's, that's that much. You know, water's powerful, dude. So you're talking cars are flooded. That means insurance companies are overloaded. There's just a lot of stuff going on. So it was a little bit crazy here. Um, and it's supposed to be, and then today it was beautiful all day and then bang at night, it was another torrential rain. So it's been a little Has most crazy. of the water um, receded yet? Um, yes. Okay, and no. So we're, you know, what you and I are used to in, in Jersey when it snows, it can be a really bad snowstorm and a lot of snow, and then all of a sudden it rains, and most of it gets wiped away, right? Yeah. That's receding. Here, it recedes in lots of places, but then there's other places where there's still a lake. Like, the, the receding in, in a certain area is bad. Does that make sense? So, it's, it's like, yeah. it doesn't just it doesn't just all recede. It, it recedes in, in most major areas, but then there's just a section that just is underwater. Um, so, you know, I, I went to, my wife, uh, there's a... Um, you look up the bright line the bright line here in florida it's a, it's a um it's a private company a train that they built it's beautiful i mean it's comfortable wi-fi food drinks whatever you want and it goes several stops they want to go from miami all the way to orlando and to tampa so it's one of those high speed trains right three minutes away my wife takes three days a week to go downtown miami to work so you know it was rainy yesterday so i wanted to go pick her up and um, I called her and I couldn't get through on one side. And she's like, you know what? I'm just going to call a, a car, a ride service, because we got to be careful because we got our car is in a high car. And over here, I, you know, she goes, I don't want the car to get ruined. So turn, you know, just turn around. I'll just meet you at home. I go, okay. So I turn around. Byron, I'm telling you, maybe <laughs> two blocks, three blocks, 
it took me almost 50 minutes to come back home. Jeez. That's because everything, because everything was cut off. So I was going to go like on the back streets behind. I just went one block over to go over the back, back street. It was a lake. I'm like, I ain't going through that. So I had to turn around. So since everything was blocked off and the tunnel, because I live right by where that tunnel is, it was just so crazy. Anyhow, that was um, some uh, nuts. Um, all right. So we got some stuff on the show. Did you, you, we got stuff to talk about Saquon. This interesting. There is something to talk about. Aaron Rodgers, a little piece that brought to it that we haven't talked about. I mean, it's getting old. Um, did you send me any more emails? You get yeah, more updates? Um, the the right. top 150 and 5.0. Okay, I'm going to pull that up real quick. Um, but I want to just dedicate this show to, um, you know, my uh, stepdad passed away, right? So I was there this weekend um, at the funeral. Uh, David Cabe um, was married to my mom for 20, 28 years. Um, wow. God rest his soul and you know, blessings to all my, my brothers and sisters. Um, and, um, and, you know, kind of put the final chapter, like my mom passed away six years ago, six, seven years ago. So anyways, my, um, my, my, my stepbrother's there, um, Jesse Cabe, and, um, and he's like, hey, I got something for you. Now, you know, the, the assets, they're going to do what they do. He had a will. I don't want to get into all that stuff, but so he was a, you know, he's a big NRA guy. He's in, he's a North Carolina boy, oh. this and that. So I'm thinking, you know, man, I'm getting me a rifle or something. Right? So he, I don't know, can you see this? So he yeah. gives, he gives this to me. Can you see it? Yeah. What is it? Okay, it's, it's like a little, like little, little knickknack. You know, it's like, uh, like flowers and and stuff in it, and like it's okay. nice. Yeah, it's nice. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like. I'm not thinking, okay, okay. Um, I know it wasn't my, my stepdad, so it was my mom's, right? But okay, I, I think, you know, what am I gonna say? You know, he's a, we're both sad and this and that. He goes, turn it over. Right, I'm gonna turn it over. I'm gonna read to you that almost it broke, like my heart just filled up with love. It's written, still faded. You see that little thing here? Yeah. From Victor. To mom, Victor was nine years old, 1974. My mom has kept this for almost what, 48 years? Yep. This little thing now is one of the most treasured items I have. And for her to have it since 1974, Byron, she was married to my dad during that time. Right. They got divorced, you know, when I was 17. She married when I was like 22, 23. She moved to California. She went from California back to Staten Island, from Staten Island to Cape Cod several other times. And because he was in the Coast Guard, my stepdad. Then they moved to, to Florida and Homestead. And then remember that bad hurricane Andrew hit? Yeah. She, she was here. Her house got destroyed. Wow. Okay. This survived. So my brother goes to me, Vic. Do you know how many moves this thing survived that mom kept this? Preserved? I mean, <laughs> so, you know, it's like one of those trophies that may not be the biggest trophy, but it's the most important trophy yeah. to you. Anyhow, I'm broke. I just, now I'm, I'm never going to, I'm going to try to keep it as long as she kept it. I mean, my, and my, I'm going to thank God my wife looked at it. She's, oh, that's super cute. Cause you know, it could have been a different direction in there. Right. But when I flipped it upside down, so when I was really young, I was always in hell. Mom, this is also to my mom, uh, Layla Cabe, uh, Gonzalez, and um, 
I love you, mom. Thanks for looking out for me. So I just, I just thought that was something. 1974, 48 years. I mean, that's a long time to have something. Um, and preserves with the thing. And she just kept it there. So as a kid, I, you know, my, you know how your, my father would always buy something from, from my, me to give to my mom and to my sisters to give, you know, and I was one of those kids that did
because he doesn't want to go there and get hurt. That could be a possibility too. Yeah, because you know that's he's not. That's, a, that's an interesting point. Yeah, and yeah, he's prone. <laughs> but you also have you know the, the, he's under contract still. Dexter Lawrence too is another guy that is not going to report to um you know minicamp because you know he's in the middle of you know a contract extension too and with all these you know these deep as a tackle man they're getting paid i wish i played now them guys are getting paid now you got deron Payne is like 90 million dollars or whatever jeffrey simmons from tennessee just got 94 million dollars and you know he's he's on the par you know with these guys so is he going to get more than 94 million dollars or is he gonna you know is he gonna be in between those two guys because you know between them two they've been like you know a couple you know like all pro or you know pro ball whatever a couple times more he's only been there once but is he gonna get paid too so he's not gonna be you know a camp as well interesting um you know you know um but uh they were talking and i kind of agree with it think about what we've been saying over the last almost going on four years right it's a quarterback league Yep. Okay. <laughs> I still believe you need running backs. You just don't need them like you used to need. No. Right. No. And then, and, and, you know, and you got to admit, you know, out of all these running backs, McCaffrey's a special breed. But he's always hurt too. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he puts up numbers even though he's hurt. I mean, he's consistent with his numbers. But is right? he, my question to you is, is he worth $16 million? Uh, I think in the in the San, in that San Francisco scheme, I think he is because he's yeah, but, he, he produces a lot. I Man, what are his numbers? Yeah, so but when, we when, need when, a stat he, person. Yeah, but yeah, but when he doesn't play, like whatever I forgot the name of the other running back that they have, he puts up numbers too. Or they put Debo Samuel's back there, so they can put you know. Um, for some reason, Shanahan is able to scheme up whatever running back they put back there, puts some numbers. So. I understand the fact that McCaffrey is a special running back, but in that offense, not saying he could put anybody, but an above average back is going to get a thousand yards in that offense. All right. So he's in 2000, in 2022, he had um, 159 attempts. This is McCaffrey. And um, with with the 49ers, and he had 85 with the Panthers. Man, he had a lot of attempts. So he he had over a thousand, almost eleven, over eleven hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, almost twelve hundred yards. But is that where? And he had and he had 85 receiving and eight touchdowns. But is that? And then in 2021, I'm just going 4.5. He averaged. Right, um, three point eight, four point eight, five. I mean, man, he's averaging. His average but, is high. But is it sixteen million dollars a year high? I don't know. Um, I I think so. I mean, I can't tell. You know, I mean, I, I don't know whether the numbers or not. I just think McCaffrey. Look, it. You got to agree. If if you line, I love Saquon, but if you line McCaffrey and Saquon up, you've always said it. You know, other than last year, Saquon had one good year. Well, two. His first year. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's a problem there. Zeke, you know, Zeke is a good running back, but 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 I think that um but Saquon, if if they would have if they would have run offensive, you know, remember we had how many coordinators since Daniel Jones was there? A whole bunch. Okay, so it's not really fair to him either. But, you know, Saquon, to me, is he can be a McCaffrey-type player, and he's bigger. 
he can catch and he can run. You know what I mean? But they weren't they weren't utilizing him like that. But the only problem with him, Saquon, is that he wore down toward the end of the year. He didn't, he didn't like he was a ball of fire at the beginning of the year. And then when you know they started getting injured with the offensive line and the stuff was going with that, he didn't put up the numbers that he did in the first half of the year. Right. So he kind of wore down a little bit. So we can't blame him. Right. You know, uh, you got Matt Breeders back and, and Gary Brightwell and these guys are there. So maybe he doesn't ha- have to carry the load as much as he had in the past. And what a what a better offensive line. You know, he rushed for 1,300 yards with a below average offensive line. If he's going to. Okay, I'm sorry. No, okay. if, he, if, if he gets uh, a, an average line, you know, he, he definitely is going to be over 13, you know, 15, 1,600 yards. Who, who knows? You know, if he has a real offensive line. Right now, if I had to say, because I was going to say I couldn't think of one, but one, if I had to say, like, give me a back that has just produced crazy numbers over the last five years. The only one I could think of is, is Henry. Yeah. And that's, that's not a lot. Yeah. But even, you know, people, even though we got cut, um, Elliot had pretty much almost the same amount of yards as Henry did. He's like in the 8,000 range or whatever it is between, you know, over the course of their career. Right, there's just no dominant running backs. Like you know how we talked about that they're you know this enjoying the league that there's so many good quarterbacks, and then even the backups of oh, the backups are playing good football, right? Um, but uh, I, you know, again, everything everything is just leading to that the league is just shifting, right? The quarterback league they're making it known, right? You know, um, so the and then the defensive line it makes sense. <clears throat> Let's transition over that. I mean. Give me another running back that you could say that's just like, you know, can blow your mind off. I mean, we, we see Nick guys. Chubb. Come, Nick Chubb. Yeah, yeah. You got some good running backs. It just seems like they're, they're figuring out that they can, there's another young stud that they can put him in there. Well, well look what the Eagles did with Miles Sanders. Let him walk. He, he rushed over, what, almost 1,200 yards. They let him go. Yeah. Well, I, I just think that they're, you know, the shift is there. Now, go back to the fact that it's a quarterback league. In, at least my for me, that's the reason why the defensive linemen are getting paid. Yeah, they get after these guys. They got to get after those guys. You got to be faster. You got to be able to cover the edge. You got to be able to not let the guy go out. You know what I mean? And you got to and you got to rush him. You mean you got to cover everything? You know what I mean? But but also Byron, I think because it's a quarterback league, you know, in your time, you had to worry a lot more about the run and the pass yeah. equally, right? You know, you're a little bit more freer as a defensive player, defensive lineman, or an edge rusher today, because right. the likelihood. Because how many quarterbacks are really playing under center? Uh, not many at all. Not right. So if you are lineman and you see a quarterback not under center, doesn't that change your disposition? Yes. I mean, you still got to be watch out for things, but you know that he's not under center, right? Uh, most likely and, a pass. Yeah. I, I can give that. Yeah, I mean, he's not immediately getting the ball and going right or left, right? You understand, right? right? So, so because if you get right or left, and you, if he goes right and you're on the left side, a little different. If he goes left, I, I mean, vice versa. But when he's in the drop back position, he's coming in your line. Yes, right. You're coming. You're able. To, you're able. Your job is now to get deep and get past that guy, right? Before you had to cover like the parallel of you the, had to line. Cover the line. You know, the, the line. line. You, had to cover, mm-hmm. you, you had to cover horizontal and vertical. Yes. Now you still got to cover 
uh, horizontal, but not as much. You know what I mean? You got to worry about the flare out. You got to worry about, you know, the quarterback receiving. But that's the reason I think the linemen are getting paid is because it's it's proven, right? You got to get to the quarterback. And then yeah. the quarterbacks are doing, there's so many of them that are playing so well and putting up the numbers. And then you got to get to them and then worry about not touching them. That's the yeah. top part I don't like. Yeah, but like, the like is, some of those fa- some of those penalties they call yeah, kind of those are those are weak, man. Those were bad calls. Those it's not an alignment could do. He's, yeah, you're, but if you when if you're your size going full speed, how do you stop? Uh, when you hit the quarterback and fall up, that's when you stop. I understand that, but I mean the guy his, his momentum is carrying him. They're saying he wasn't driving him to the ground. They they don't want it where when you get the, you know, like back in the day, you get the guy and you pick him up and you drive him into the ground. That's what they, you know, everybody used to do back then. Even when, you know, sometimes you were allowed, you know, the quarterback threw the ball and you were one step, you, you can go ahead and, you know, smack him a little bit or push him or whatever. Now you can't do that. Now you can't pick the guy up and drive him into the ground. Well, if you do that, you're probably going to get, you know, uh, most, you're going to definitely get a penalty and you're probably going to get a big old fine and you might and get possibly kicked. ejected. Yes. Right. You can't exactly. drive the quarterback into the ground. Not, yeah. not a good idea. I just think that's where the shift is. The shift is towards, um, uh, the shift is towards the quarterbacks. The shift is towards the receivers. Right. And, and, um, and the she- receivers is a lot of them, but the shift is for the D line. Cause you notice it's not like the cornerbacks are getting paid crazy dollars. Right. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is pretty high. Yeah. But I'm talking about just like in general, right. Across, you know, across the board, right. Where there was a time that, you know, the biggest thing everyone wanted was that the colleges weren't producing enough cornerbacks. They're they're producing them now. They're producing well because they shifted. Cause remember when I play, when we play, they put the best one at free safety. Right now they're putting your best one at corner. Yep. I will tell you when I play when I played corner um, in my sophomore season, and, and Coach Capral was putting me on. I talk about myself. I'm just saying I happened to be playing whoever the their best receiver was on the other team, um, and you know I did well. Doesn't mean that they didn't get yards, but I did well. But it was terrible. Like I didn't because I, I was just on that guy. I didn't know how to. I didn't learn enough to be able to play the Deion Sanders way, like kind of like the Lucy to get. And when you don't play that way, Byron, you feel like you're not even in the game. You're all by yourself. You, you just, you know, you're, when you're isolated, so you better play because you're on an island, right? It's not like, you know, the second part of that is, is that let's say you're doing pretty well and, and they stop going towards you, going after you, you're just running. Okay. <laughs> and you're like, you can't, I can't hit anybody because the guy's wide. You know, so, um, but now, you know, you got, if you're smart and, you know, you change wait, the game, learn wait how to a play minute, off. Wait. So we had a Rocho Island? Yeah, man. <laughs> it was, I didn't like it. I mean, I liked it because you felt like you, it was a privilege that you were literally, you know, they would, get, I only had to give me a number. I mean, I was like, Dion said, I didn't care about, I didn't need to know defenses. <laughs> I need to know what the defense is. I didn't care. Give me the number the guy I'm covering. <laughs> That's it. That's all they told him. Give me the number the guy I'm covering. I'm done. That's what was happening. Wait, wait a minute. Were, were you cool enough where you didn't have to go to the huddle? You just sort of just stood around and waited to see nah, what happened. No, no. We played, remember that Capara was old school. Yeah, I know. You know, you you were not. You did not only go to huddle. You had to run to the huddle. Uh, yeah. 
Like you run the huddle, run back, run the huddle, run back, you know. And then remember, my sophomore year, I was a punt returner. So I was never off, right? So it was a little crazy. But um, you know, Jalen Ramsey's a good player. I mean, you can't, you know, you got those are those are different types of players, right? Um, I think he's going to do well with, he's with, um, is he with Miami. the Jets? Miami. Oh, he's with the Miami. That's right. Miami picked him up. All right. So, um, all right, Saquon, what else is happening? Any other major changes there you want to go through? Okay. Oh, you figure, well, we signed that the center that we talked about last week from uh, we, Yeah, JC. but that was the guy that was the guy that Joey back at Donuts was like, Yeah, well, he, well, he's all right. And you were like, oh, great. Now we still need a center. He's better than nothing because right now we really don't, you know, we got three other guys that, you know, really haven't played the center position. So we could, uh, they're, they're probably going to draft the center. In the, in the draft, they have to, you know, maybe oh. not the first round, maybe not the second, but they definitely have to address the center position with somebody. We got to address the, we just got to address the line. I mean, Danny Dimes is young, you know, we're already seeing their feelings on um, Saquon, right? Well, the, um, what they're talking about up here is either cornerback or wide receiver are the two positions that they're looking Another know. wide receiver? Uh, they need that guy, man. They need that guy that can go get it. They need like a bona fide, certified number one receiver. They need their own version of Chase Daniel. Uh, what is it? Chase, uh, uh, somebody. Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, somebody. They need that guy. And okay, need- so I I got top one fifty. Yeah, that's it. And then draft. Okay, we'll look at that in a second. All right. Um, yeah, he needs a go to receiver, man. Yeah. Uh, even though they, you know, they have my, as I put it before, they got sixteen court of uh, receivers right now. Yeah, they got a bunch. Mm-hmm. Well, I changed around. Like if you look at the um the depth chart too, I did change that around where I put the slot receivers, you know, where they belong, you know, the the, the wideouts and you, know, you so said I, the separate email in the depth chart. Uh, yeah, I hope. The other thing is big, man. I, I see five. Well, if I put one on the top 150 prospects, I don't see depth chart. All right. Well, don't worry about it then. All right. We'll do it. Yeah. it's Let's do the depth chart after the draft. Uh, yeah. When I add all You know the, what I mean? Yeah. Because then, then we won't know. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll know what we deal with. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So. The, the top all right, 150. All right. We're, we're going to go right into that. Let's go into commanders. So Snyder. Sold the team. Sold the team, and didn't we say once he sold the team was is is he still on the suit? Probably, yeah, most likely. Do you think that the, they may have negotiated something that he sold yeah. the team around the suit? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. so uh, that's impressive. But so the owner of the Philadelphia Sixers is a partner with Magic Johnson. So man, that's pretty interesting. So you got Magic Johnson on he still owns a part of the Lakers, no? No, I think he sold that piece. Okay. So he doesn't have anything with the Sixers. So now he owns the NFL team. Um, and uh, good for Magic Johnson, man. I, I tell you, I, no, for, for, for a gentleman who came out in, a, in, in the time we came and, you know, had the HIV and, man, it goes to show you just he's magic. Yeah. And they sold the team for a record $6 billion. The dude ruined the team and still made what four billion. The what? Now, I, w- I would love to know the terms. How do they pay out? Like how do they pay it out? In in, in quarters. No, no. Meaning like over. What's the time frame? 
in quarters. Mm-hmm. I want my money in quarters, you know, and like rap quarters. <laughs> Eight billion dollars, right? Probably I want all quarters. That's big, that would fill up your house and probably your whole block. Well, guess what? I want mine in quarters. I want to be able to feel my money. I don't want to just know that it's there. You know, there was insane. a time that they said that that Bill Gates was had so much money. This was a while ago that he literally can dr- drive around for the rest of his expected life ex- uh, expectancy and throw a hundred thousand dollars out of the window every day and still not run out of money. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I couldn't have that kind of. Money. I wouldn't know how to act with that kind of money. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. This, I think, you know, you get to that point for them, it's just they give, he's they give a lot away, you know what I mean? I give a lot away, he gives a lot away. Um, so all right, so we got that. So the commanders are now going there. Now, let's gonna see what went, let's see what happens with Rivera. Nothing that well, remember, we had that conversation, right? They may get rid of him if they get, and I'm like, eh, I don't think so. Rivera is pretty staple. and I don't think a new owner is going to want to come in and ruffle now, feathers like he's that. He's a veteran coach, you know, minority brought, coach. Yeah, yeah. They brought, uh, you know, Bianami is there, you know, the, the OC now. So, yeah, I think he's pretty safe unless they fall apart completely, but which I doubt. I don't think they're going to fall apart completely. Just, just you know, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Redskins is a good place for Rivera. Uh, uh, commanders, Commanders, don't. Okay, uh, the Commanders a good place for the Rivera. Like it's a good place that he landed. It's just I think that conference is just getting better. I don't I, I don't see Washington rising. They're not know. bad offensively. They do have good receivers. Yeah, they do have a good defense. Their defense is not bad. They, it's just that quarterback position when they had to deal with that guy, and then now they're gonna you know throw um you know, Sam Howell, the kid from North Carolina, to the Wolves. So we'll see. You know how they will, but they're not bad, and that kid is not wasn't bad at all. You know, North Carolina. So you know, we'll see. You know, about the Commanders in the future. Yeah, it's, you know, just the con- the conference is tough. But again, we almost had four teams in the in the in the, in the playoffs. So yeah. anything anything could happen. Um, all righty. So um, and Dallas. So how's Philly? Let's get into Philly. You're in Philly. Let's get there before we go to the next next one. Yeah, nothing quite quite on the no, set. Nothing. They're still. Like we talked about last week, they're still talking about you know Bijan Robinson, my man Eric. I even brought it up, you know, with Bijan, but then with my dra- my pick, I changed to an edge rusher, Miles um, Murphy from uh, Clemson, because they do need an edge because Brandon Graham is getting older, and Fletcher Cox, the defensive tackle, is getting older, and they do need you know some new young blood, you know, on the offensive line. So it's you know Sue Lap and I think Linville Joseph and. Um, Hargrave, but they do need to replace, you know, some of the people, you know, pieces on the defensive line. And it does help that Kelsey, you know, is coming back, you know, for another year on the top of the This is like his 19th year. Nah, it's not that long. 13, 14. Oh. Yeah, he's up. Uh, they had a good they had a good segment on one of the shows, him and his brother on a podcast. And his brother kept saying, Can you identify this coach? <laughs> Travis Kelsey was funny, man. I was dying. I guess, oh, that I, picture I guess, of all the offensive, all of yeah. the coaches. Yeah, that was funny as hell. Defensive coordinators were. He didn't know. It was so funny. You oh, you saw that right? He it was oh, a lot of them. He didn't know. It's like who is this guy? I, I don't know. And then he would know. He wouldn't even know who they were. But he go, oh, that's he would know the team. He wouldn't know who the coach was, right? And then uh, and then his brother was laughing. He goes, 
Dude, they're in your conference. How can you not know who the defensive coordinator is? Are you playing against? I just Kelsey's funny, man. He 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 was cracking me up. Um, all right, and then Dallas. Um, you know they're giving Dallas again. You know, that's why they hate it, dude. It's just they get they get they're so much Dallas. love from the media. They were also talking about Elliot coming back, maybe at a lower salary too. That was one of the things that they were talking about around here. I think I think if I would, I think if I think if I know Elliot based on what I know of him, I think he's kind of put a disdain on him. You know what I mean? He's like, I think he's still got a couple of years. He's he's going to be a good pickup for a team. He's going back to Dallas. That's what I think. You think if, they so? don't, if they don't, if they don't draft the running back and you know the draft in two weeks, he's mm-hmm. coming back. Okay. Um, and now we got uh, so we went there, we got Elliot Philly, we got OBJ, Dallas. OBJ. OBJ signing with um uh, Ugh, the, the Ravens. With the Ravens. Ugh. I think that's just a terrible move. Well, one, they don't even know who the quarterback they're is. thinking that Lamar is gonna come back now because Obey OBJ's there, but I just don't think that's a good think I think OBJ is just ruining his career. I mean, if he gets paid, that ruins it. It's hard to say a guy about ruin a guy's career when they make that kind of money. Cause like, you know, now they he makes so much money that it really don't matter. You know, he, he doesn't he's set, right? Yeah. But yeah. but I don't think the Ravens is a good place for uh-huh. an OBJ player, right? He's an offensive weapon. And oh. and I don't think that's a good place for him. He he should have gone with. You know, when he's performed, he's performed with, you know, quarterback. Quarterback, exactly. Um, yeah, but if Lamar comes back and plays the way he used to play, he, he's not a bad passer. He's never been given the weapons besides the tight end. He's always thrown, you know, a thousand passes to the tight end. People really don't know what he can do if he gets a bona fide number one receiver. I. Uh, I personally, I think he could he could take his game to another level with you know OBJ, but you know you know he OBJ has also had two you know knee surgeries. You know he's, he's thirty years old now, and you know who knows? You know he didn't play last year. Maybe he's not going to be explosive as he was, but I want to see him do well because you know he's OBJ, and you know he means a lot you know to the Giant fans back in the day. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll see what we'll see what happens there. I'm also talk give you a little bit more insight that I learned on on the Aaron Rodgers situation. But let's uh, let's look at your your sheet. All right, let's make this bad boy a little bigger. All right, so where we start? You tell me. This is what I did to the right, where you see the quarterbacks. You know, all of them listed. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks, I listed from you know the, the top one, one to six, which is Hendon Herner. This is drafts. Yes, this is all the draft prospects. Yes. All right. So for our listeners, we're looking right now. You'll be able to download a sheet. We have the top one, one fifty for the 2023 draft. Uh, right now, we're, we got it broken down by quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. And, and according um, to their ranking, you know, if they're the number off- one guy, yeah, yeah. we got to rank offensive tackle. Um, and then we got to buy what's what's this guard and center inside offensive line. Okay, guard, center, safety, safety linebacker, linebacker. D line, quarterback, and edge. The big one, edge. And 
So, so what's the edge? Okay, so what's an edge rusher now? Like, technically, is, is that a running that. back or is it def- is a lineman? It's what either a defense, like a defensive end, outside linebacker. That's all it is. Okay, so it's like a hybrid, right? Yeah. It's a hybrid lineman, um, uh, defensive end. Right. All right. All right, so what do we got? So Bryce Young is back up there again. Oh, no, that's not – go all the way to the left. Go the other way. Oh, you have them in ranking of order. As far as who's going to pick who. And what I did here was, um, like, the first one, you know, because Bron- you know, Bryce is the number one quarterback. Hold on so a second. So we're looking at the first round now, um, and we have uh, Carolina who's picking first. Go ahead, right. Byron. And I picked, you know, as far as the number one guy to, in my list is Bryce Young. And right in the middle is what I did was I listed according to what they needed. So Carolina needs quarterback, wide receiver. So, okay, man, this shifted a lot again. Okay, so now you got yeah, the Ohio because that's what I Because that's what I did. I, you I, have the Ohio I picked, State guy go back, coming back. Yeah. Well, well, what I did was I picked according to the team's needs. That's what I did this time. So whatever, yeah. like in the middle, like you know where it says like quarterback, wide receiver, Houston, quarterback, Will, wide receiver. How did you bring? Where did, how did Will Levis come back up? I thought he was terrible in the interviews. Because he's the number three quarterback. Well, number two according to my list. Yeah, he's, I know, but didn't he drop before yes, because he, he interviewed terribly? Yes, and he's still talented. You know, maybe he can fix it. But I'm just saying, I just picked it according to. And me. you got Richardson oh. dropping to seven. Yes. Interesting. And you see where it says Las Vegas quarterback, they need one, even though they do have Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Yeah. Jimmy G. So, you know, he can sit a year or two with, you know, Jimmy G plan and, you know, learn the system and learn how to be, you know, a pro. Okay. All right. So, so those listening or watching or going over to YouTube, get and subscribe. Hit the smash the notification button. You can get this drop down and well, this will help just, you out. Both just just remember this list is according to the team's needs. Like, like, well, let's go to eight, like Atlanta. So Atlanta, I have. As you know, opposed edge. to. What else, edge. That's what, the most else, important thing. What, else, what else would it be? What? Like, if it's not according to their needs, what else would it be? Well, some people just pick, oh, well, we don't need this. We're just going to pick the best available Ath- player, the best athlete or whatever. That's, yeah, do that that's true. That's true. But you got to be like an so 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 let me go let me go in with this let me uh, we're gonna stick with this but let me like kind of like combine this since we're talking about draft picks right so the number thirteenth pick is we've been talking about um, the Jets giving that up right right interesting story uh, they were talking about today so so you know there's a lot of dynamics with the Aaron Rodgers trend right so one you know. You can't take it in a vacuum as I'm learning, right? So I'm like, there's no reason for them to train them before June 1st because they're gonna they're gonna take a 40 million dollar hit, right? Or a 20, 20, 30 million dollar yeah, hit. 22 million, some crazy number. 20 yeah. million dollar hit. But the opposite side is is that if they needed, you know, um, but but the opposite side is from the from from Green Bay's perspective, if they needed picks, if they wanted that 13th pick, right? Then the, if now I understand why they have to do it beforehand because now they can't they won't get the pick in this right. draft right yeah. and then then one of the analysts was talking about that they just don't think that this draft class is that good and so so remember what I'm saying if I was them I'd give up to get Aaron Rodgers Jets need something right 
But they're also saying is why why give up the draft capital when it's not a good draft year anyways, right? And then you're going to give up 22 million. They don't think it's a good draft class. Do you think it's a good draft class? It can fill a lot of teams' needs. It's not like we're – it's like the – the number one guy is like the greatest guy in the history of the NFL. Like sometimes, you know, with Trevor Lawrence and, you know, people like that. Mm-hmm. But it's a good draft to fill your needs. That's that's pretty much what it, you know, what it is. Next year's quarterback, you know, uh, pick, you know, Caleb Williams at USC, the kid at, you know, um, Meyer or whatever, I forgot what his name is, from North Carolina. They're the two top quarterbacks. They're better than the ones that are, are coming out of the draft now. Ah, here's the guy I was looking for. I wanted to see where you had him. I read, Lewis Reddick was talking about this guy. I was looking him up. Um, this kid, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. He's got some talent. Yeah, fast too. He's got some talent. He's 6'2". Yeah, not a, that's a big corner. That's, that's big. A big corner, man. He's 6'2", like 200, 211 pounds with speed. Yeah. That's a big corner, man. That's a good pick. He's a uh, he's Colombian, you know, but his whole family is like his dad is six nine, Dang. and his sister is a is a is a uh, all American uh, track at, at at University of Texas. Like their whole family are like athletes. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, his dad was like uh, played uh, played basketball, international basketball, right? And then his sister's a track star. I think his two sisters are. And then he's, you know, they're all they're all athletes, right? Um, um, from Colombia. Well, he was born here, but his family's from Colombia. I just wanted to see if you had him here because I just saw him this morning. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let, let's go see what we got here. Let's go for our listeners real quick, so we can go into a few other things that we got coming up. Um, where am I going here? I don't right. know. We'll leave the drop. drop. Draft is in two weeks, right? All right, so you got Bryce Young quarterbacks. Number one, Bryce, this is the order of ranking by position, not the order of taking um, for uh, for the um, for the draft. So go ahead, Byron, you tell tell them with the uh, number one is rank your quarterbacks. You just basically covered it. Uh, Bryce Young, number one, Levis, two. Stroud three, Richardson four, Tanner McGee, the kid, big quarterback from Stanford, six six, and Hendon Hooker, who hurt his knee uh, during the season, who probably would be as high as number three if he didn't get hurt. But he put up big numbers before, um, you know, he got hurt. But the other thing they're saying he's going to be, he's twenty five years old. He might be twenty six when the season starts, and. Uh, so that's like probably a little problem that Tennessee kind of plays like a gimmicky kind of offense. So they don't know if it's the system that he played in or he's that good. But, you know, somebody's going to take a flyer on him. You know, they have to give him a red shirt year. And, you know, it's going to be a good pick for somebody. Uh, Herndon Hooker from Tennessee. What do you have going in the draft? Second, third round. He's not even going to be, you know. So he'd be a good pick at a second or third round. Yeah, second, third, yeah. All right, so running back, this is what you're just talking about, right? Yep. Bijan Robinson. Robinson. Yep. Bijan Robinson, uh, number one is is the number one ranked um, running back according to Byron and the Jersey Boys Sports Talk. That's right. Uh, uh, Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Alabama. That's, that's going to be a good pickup for somebody. That wow, kid. So, yeah, so they, got the, they got the number one quarterback and number two running back. Corno. I got you got Zach Charbonnet. 
Yep, from UCLA, it's going to be a good back. See, this is what they're talking about as far as not paying, you know, all you know, the, the running backs that are there now because the, all these guys, just about all of them, are going to you know, going to get drafted. They're going to play. They're going to put up numbers, and that's why you know them days of paying, you know, running back fifteen, sixteen million dollars is a done deal. You, you think it's a yeah. They're not going to pay him that kind of crazy unless unless they have the second coming of Jim Brown somewhere. Um, somewhere that's the only way somebody's going to make that kind of money from now on. What are we doing now? What all the Zacks or something? No, that's all SEC. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And, I, and and I'm going against the green because I mean I'm even counting Texas A and M because I still don't think, I don't count them as legacy. So even without Texas A and M, you're talking about in two prime positions. I haven't got the receivers. You know, two six are from legacy SEC. Seven are from the current SEC. Right. Right. Um, now we got receivers. Yeah, you got Quentin Johnson, TCU. Big receiver, 6'4", and can fly. Really? Big receiver. He didn't play that well in the uh, the, the college football championship game. That was, that was, yeah, that was pretty bad. But, yeah. Uh, Tennessee has two guys that might be taken, you know, that the Giants probably could get maybe in the second round. Uh, Hyatt and Chris Tillman, you know, one of those two, you know, maybe be a good, you know, pick seven or third round because the, you can see it's like 20 of them that are, you know, everybody's not going to go in the first round, everybody's not going to second round, and maybe they might sneak into the third, you know, the fourth round. But, uh, yeah, we need a big receiver. That's what we need, some size for the outside. Yeah, we need another one just to add to our 16, 20 receivers. <laughs> we need a res- we need it. We need a line, man. We, no, no, we, uh, we, we, we need a center. We yeah. need a center and maybe a you know a left guard, maybe. All right. So we got the t- we got the t- we got a tight ends. So we got uh, Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. Michael Myers. Very, very athletic tight end. Not much of a blocker, but he can definitely catch the ball and get out of the probably the most complete all around tight end is like Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. And Darnell Washington is the big giant tight end from uh, Georgia. It's probably about 290 pounds and can run. He's a, another Gronk. Which Could one? Be. Dalton? Darnell. Yeah, Darnell Washington from Georgia. Wow. All right, let's get to the good stuff in the defense. Yeah. All right. So Brian Branch from Alabama. Yep. Alabama's got another one ranked number one. Yep. And then they got another one. <laughs> they got another one. Look at this. Yeah. All these, this is just SEC. It's just incredible, dude. This is probably why everybody wants it. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah, linebacker Drew Sanders is probably. It could also be a pick for the Giants because he can, you know, play off the ball. You know, play you know, inside linebacker. Yeah, he's he's kind of tall, like six four, six five. He's a big line, but he's formerly from. Alabama. He transferred from Alabama, Drew Sanders, Arkansas. All right. Oh, my God. Look at this. Alabama, Will Anderson, number one. <laughs> Jalen Carr, defensive line. This gentleman that was in trouble, no? Uh, yeah. Um, 
Jesus. Cornerbacks. Oh, you got and number two is Christian Good. Did Devon Witherspoon? Yes. I've heard his name. Guy. That's a Lovey Smith guy. Oh, okay. Lovey was there. Um, All right. And the pick number five is the pick that I have going to the Giants for a cornerback at number 25. I like cornerbacks out of Mississippi State. Well, you would love this guy. He's uh, he's kind of rangy. He's about 166 pounds. He's kind of thin, but he's fast as lightning. And when he does pick up the ball, he can take it to the house. That's, I heard. The, kind of, that's the kind of corner that Wink Martindale wants. Somebody can play man-to-man and be a ball hawk and, uh, you know, get after it at the corner. You know, put him out there on the Victor Rocho Island yeah. and uh, see what he can do. Uh, it's a big guy. I just got Cam Smith. I heard is pretty good. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then um, the Tomlinson, I think that's uh, Damian Tomlinson's nephew, I think. TCU kid, number 10. Okay. All right. So this looks pretty good. All right. Well, all right. There you have it. We have our top 150 in the draft coming out by position. We got the, the first round picks. Um, please go and download it. We got no first rounders for the Rams. The Rams. They just gave up everything, huh? They need everything. Miami. Miami, Cleveland, San Francisco. Denver, San Francisco. Oh my God. All right. So don't forget we have this here. But the um, picks, just so people know, the picks are according to need, not you know, not the best athlete. Not the best athlete, according to what they possibly need. Exactly. All right. Okay. So now what do we got? So they were, I, I want to just, you know, I keep, I laugh when I hear things, you know, um, similar discussions that we have. <laughs> oh, I took a snapshot. I took a snapshot. I want to find the picture. I was going to post it. So, you know, remember how I always, uh, you know, my my claim to fame or my comment always is, you know, I don't like when people start off saying, well, if he stays healthy, right? Right. Do you agree? Yeah. And so sure enough, um, they that's what happened on one of the sports talks again. You know, their 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 issue was sorry, I took a picture of it. I took a picture of the amount of games that Tua has been out during his career. A lot. A lot. Oh, here it is. But All right. You know what came oh, out yeah. today? They have new helmets for the quarterbacks to wear, just so you know. They, what do you mean? They came out with a new design that helped prevent concussions. And they came out with that today for quarterbacks. All right. So look, games missed due to injury. 2019, ankle hip, four games. Okay. In 2020, he only missed one thumb in 2021 he missed four in 2022 he missed five that's a lot yeah but okay all right on the same what about lamar jackson he's missed a lot of games too yeah but you know i don't two is not lamar jackson he can't he can't say it you know no, I ain't trying to compare them. I'm just saying, as far as you know, just the position they play, things happen. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making the point. Being is that again, you know, even the commentators can't, you know, you're not going to go in the season like he, he's not. You can't, you can't rely on the fact that he may or may not be there. You know what I mean? That's a tough, 
that's a tough that's a tough deal he's gonna here i'm gonna be crazy right now he's gonna be available and he's gonna throw for four thousand yards this year <laughs> that's funny come on man come on come on hey i like the kid you know i, I, I see love that kid ball. man he's gonna throw for four thousand yards I, I like. I don't get me wrong. I like Tua. I'd like to see him do well. I like to see um, University. I, I like to see Miami do well. You know, but um, it's just you know. It's why I get. I don't like having my hopes. You know, looking for something good and and oh. it's not there. And he hasn't proven himself. And you know, it was. It's just. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Four thousand yards, thirty-five touchdowns, ten interceptions. If he stays healthy, uh, he's going to be fine, man. He he went to judo class and he learned how to fall. Oh yeah, that's what they so, said. They were just saying he's been so, taking judo. Um, so I, I ended up charging my phone as my my um my laptop. So, all right, well that's what we have. All right, we have our picks. We're getting ready for the draft. Um, it was interesting on the Aaron Rodgers piece. It's interesting on Lamar Jackson. Um, it's interesting that Trey Lance is on. They're looking to do something with Trey Lance. It's interesting they're looking to do something with Mac Jones. Um, man, it's going across. They're just, they're just. I think they're just rewriting the books. Well, Mac Jones kind of did whatever he did, you know, as far as you know, going outside, you know, the Patriot way to, you know, to get. I guess all he's trying to do is get better. But you know, Bill Belichick, you know, he figured Belichick's like 70 something years old or whatever he is. And sometimes people, when you get to be that age, you know, you're just kind of setting your ways. You want people to do it your way or highway. So we'll see, you know, if Mac Jones is even still gonna be there, you know, if you know Belichick is that angry with him. Yeah, you know, I think Belichick's time has come. He needs Why? to he needs to retire. Why? What did we say the last week when we we're talking about it? He's close to, you know, beating the record, you know, Don Shula has as far as most wins. So why wouldn't he stay, he, you know, eight he's years? Gotta, he's he's got to play three more. He's got at least three years. He's got to yeah. coach. He's gonna, he, he, if he coaches three years. How many games does he need? Uh, Not, he said 19. Yeah, like, yeah, something like 19 or whatever. It was like an, it was an odd number. It was like 19, 19 games. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if he's got only, I mean, then that he should – stay right to go for it right but if, he is, if, if, if he's not close after his second after a second to after the second year i mean how, how much longer do you want to go into your I'm, 80s i'm just gonna it won't be the first time but just remember man he's bill belichick probably the greatest you know defensive mind you know the nfl has ever seen it's mm -hmm. a fact mm -hmm. and he's gonna write the ship you know with new england and don't sleep on the Patriots. I'm just throwing that out there. I sleep on the Patriots. I, I don't care about the ASCs, but I just think that um, it's a. Um, I just I don't think I just I don't know. I don't I don't see that organization. I don't count Belichick out because I think he's so smart that he starts figuring things out, and he's always going to be competitive. I just don't think they're the same organization they were. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. you figure Tom Brady for 20 years? Yeah, that's a eh, hard, yeah. that's a hard hole to fill. Uh, it's hard. And then when you replace your offensive coordinator with two guys, that one was a defensive guy coordinator and one was a special teams guy, that was just 
Yeah. Well, th- well, not only that, think about it. I mean, he, he did that after the guy left to be a head coach. He did a lousy job and still took him back and then got rid of him again. So maybe his decision-making abilities are starting to dwindle down. Yeah. Well, at least they, well, last week we couldn't figure out the guy's name. Bill O'Brien is a good offensive coordinator. And, you know, I think- I Mike said Cohen, O'Brien. Yeah. No, you were close. What did I say? Close. I don't remember what you said. I threw a hand, hand grenade. As long as you're close for the hand grenade, it counts. I was close. That's you're right. close. I see but, you uh, the first name. He's, he's a good offensive coordinator. You know, every place he's been, you know, he has been. So he'll probably, hopefully fix, you know, what's going on in New England. And, you know, they're, they're going to be a different team. Don't, like I said, don't sleep on the Patriots. I don't, I don't ever sleep on the Patriots. I sleep on the Dolphins. <laughs> I sleep on the Jets. <laughs> ah, the Jets. Ah. You know, but again, Rodgers goes there, changes that team. Rodgers ain't going there. Rodgers going to end up in San Francisco. No way. Why not? He goes to San Francisco. To, no. that's, a, that's a Super Bowl contender. So why wouldn't you want to rather go there than to the Jets? I don't care where he goes. I mean, I'd rather him go to the Jets because I don't want him in the NFC. Why would I want him? Why would I want him to go go against San Francisco, right? If I, if I even get, if I have a slimmer of hope for the Giants, right? Why would I want him, him to be in my own conference? Uh, Rogers is pulling the flim flam at everybody. He wants to go home, man. He's from he's a California guy, man. He played in California. He wants to go home, the the sunny, well, Northern California, and you know, bring a Super Bowl to the story franchise the san francisco 49ers that would be a great way to end his career all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap this up real quick you you being um uh uh, law enforcement uh uh, person so so they passed a new law my um my brother-in-law was telling me they passed a new law and he he, and he's telling me oh yeah man uh the governor has passed a new law now it's you know boom you you don't need a permit to carry or you can open carry i'm like open you can open carry in florida i'm like for real he goes yeah when did that happen he goes like 10 days ago they signed it and you know my niece called and you guys got to be careful because it's going to get crazy i'm like open carry i mean you know louisiana did you know that in, in the areas or the cities and the states that they're allowed open carry, they have the lowest crime rate? Yeah, they're mostly in the bushes and the woods. It ain't going to happen around in a, in a major city with people walking around with guns. People uh, road They're walking thing. around already with it. It's, it's, it's concealed. So what's the difference? A big difference. Now, if you have somebody like, okay, hey, you know what? Hey, give everybody a gun. Here you go. No, 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 give everybody. Wait a second. I want to answer that. Go ahead. If there's concealed. Right. You know that. And then there's open carry. Right. Okay. Florida is concealed. Right. But you can get a gun. You don't need to, it's not difficult to get a gun. Right. Everybody does not need a gun. So, so my point being is, I don't know what it's so, so I go, okay, you know, I go, man, that's awesome because, you know, I wear suits and stuff. And, you know, if I, if, if I carry or don't carry, you got to wear it in a place that you can't be seen. And sometimes it's difficult open carry. At least I can wear it like a, like a, you know, secret service agent or so forth. So sure enough, I go, I go, before I do that, I ain't gonna be dumb. I go look up, I go look up the law it's not it's it's not open carry so thank god one i didn't do that because i would have been arrested but it's worse you know unfortunately you know i don't want to get into politics but it's literally what they just they changed that you don't you no longer need to have a a license 
He got rid of the concealed weapons license. You can just go. You don't need to go to a class or anything. Got a gun and you can carry a concealed weapon. Bad move. Huh? Bad move. Yeah, I don't like that either. Oh, the, reason why, the reason why I like the registration is because now you can trace it, right? Like, you know, you know, my gun is, anytime when you go to buy a gun, you have to have a, a license and then they mark it and they can track you down. How okay. would they do it if you don't have it, if you don't need a, if you don't have a license? They do it by your, I guess, your driver's license? Probably. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, you know, if, if I buy a gun and someone steals it, I got to report it right away because it's attached to me. I guess they probably can track it the same way. It's just, I just think that you should be going to your class and have how to handle a gun. Yeah, it'd be a good idea because I've seen, you know, in my day, a lot of non-shooting people that really don't need a gun in their hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, look, this is me. The whole point of me getting you know, the point of having a concealed weapons license, I can't imagine anybody, even a police officer, wanting to have to use it. Like, I don't ever want to take a life. But if I got to protect my family, I'm gonna do whatever I gotta do. But anyhow, I just it just was a uh, it was just weird. Um, yeah, it was just funny how uh, you get a you get a, you get a law that's you misinterpret it, and if you're not smart enough to go look it up especially with the with the ramifications of a gun. I mean, you know, imagine me walking outside of Miami and Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> that's, like, that's like around here. Like Pennsylvania, you know, they don't have a reciprocal uh, agreement with New Jersey. Like if you got the gun and you cross that border to go over to New Jersey and that cop stops you, guess what? You're going to jail. But if you can't- Yeah, but I thought Jersey, Jersey just changed their gun laws. I thought nah, they allowed- I wouldn't, there ain't no way I would- Get a gun, my gun, and drive across that bridge with that gun and get stopped by a cop. I wouldn't do it. Well, what I do know is I can drive with my with with my, with a gun um, from Florida all the way up to Pennsylvania, and then from that point on, <laughs> that's where it stops. Yeah, New Jersey, mm -mm, no sir. Yeah, you, you cross that. You cross that line. All right. Well, all righty. Well, thank you for watching this. You know, watching and listening to the sportscast. Don't forget to subscribe to the sportscast on all our on your channels. Download the pod, the Jersey Boy Sports Talk podcast on your phone. Listen to us every week. We are live on Facebook and on YouTube. It, you could also go and hear us anytime, any day of the week, any episode. There's lots of clips going out there. Um, please stay tuned. So next Thursday at 8 p.m. All eight nine fingers has got up there. 8 p.m. Please join us. Pass it along. Looking forward to seeing you. Byron, as always, great job with the, with the numbers and the stats. And um, getting ready. Man, the season started. feels like it's catching up on us quickly. So I want to enjoy my summer. Good idea. But um, you take care. Say hello to everybody in the family. And uh, we'll talk soon, buddy.